gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a Soggy Dog. All right, here, let me get something else started. Welcome to Dog Talk Live. Hope everyone is doing great today. It is Friday, which here at the kennel we call Fun Day Friday. Uh, What I do on days like today, I took the dogs out and just had a uh, low pressure fun day where they got to jump in the pond. It also helps get them so that their uh, their water entry is a little bit better so that when they go home they've got that big beautiful water entry which not all have right away because well they're young dogs. Some of them get it in their second season or once they've gone hunting. Uh, But uh, took them out, let them have some fun today and uh, really had a great week with the dogs. We are doing wonderful as far as where they are at and as far as uh, what my expectations are for them. So it's really fun to get them out. You can hear Scarlett squeaking a toy in the background. Dog talk lives are always a little more wild because the dogs are out and they're being dogs. So as you guys check in, please let us know where you are from. Let us know what questions you have. It's kind of cool. We've got our Sporting Dog Adventures podcast that we now are putting out. And uh, that podcast, it's it's on a lot of different places. Uh, we use the Anchor app, and uh, it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, about six other podcasts uh, that I uh, locations I don't know of or have heard of. Uh, it's on the Anchor Podcast Network. I I don't know how successful it'll be, but it's fun to do. I, I really enjoy creating content. It's uh, a hole that I don't have anymore uh, that I've been able to do after we uh, stopped doing the TV show. <coughs> so it is fun to do, fun to put out. Uh, we actually are using uh, today's Dog Talk Live on our Anchor Podcast. It's uh going to be called our Q&A on uh, Anchor. So we need some questions. As you guys check in, let us know where you're from. Let us know what questions you have. It'd be great to talk to everyone this morning. Derek, welcome from Racine, Wisconsin. Mark, always here from checking in from Oregon. Uh, Neat, our podcast is on, uh, or we've got viewers or listeners, I guess it's not viewers. We've got listeners that are from uh, the U.S., Canada, Ireland, Puerto Rico, uh, we've got, uh, what else did we have? We had uh, New Zealand and Australia. So very cool that we can reach people all across the world uh, with uh, talk about our love of dogs. Barry's checking in from Canada. Good to see you. Again, I need some questions. So if you guys have some, please let us know what they are. Uh, our weather here in southern Wisconsin at the location of Saki Acres Retrievers, which is our kennel, is finally is, uh, cracked a little bit. We aren't as hot and we are looking at weather, as you can hear the dogs drinking in the background because they're outside running around. Uh, we are looking at, I believe, 83 degrees today. The humidity has gone from like 700% down to probably 50%. So it is actually a nice day. The uh, dogs are going to be outside for a majority of the day. Hey, stop. 
stop them from drinking because I can't even hear myself think. Um, the dogs are going to be outside for the majority of the day just getting to enjoy it. Um, I worked with them once where they basically just uh, got to do some water entries. I'm also going to take them out, throw bumpers in the training area and uh, shoot the shotgun off to uh, work on noise desensitization. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I love summer, but I hate 90, 95 degrees. That is just tough on me. Come here, Ace. Bring it here. Catch up. Bring it here. So again, let us know what questions you have. Let us know what you guys would like to talk about today as the dogs are just trampling all about the house. I hope you guys are enjoying hearing them in the background. Uh, let's see. Next week, we're going to finish up uh, working with the dogs uh, on their retrieves uh, on control. So basically this week, what I did, we're at week six uh, with our dogs. Uh, we worked on complete control with the dogs where they leave on their name. Uh, they have to come back, bring it to hand. Um, if they do not, uh, we're working on land and water. If they do not do any of those uh, with everything, what we do is uh, we uh, correct them with an e-collar. So it is making sure that we are putting them in a position that they're ready to succeed once we go out and work with them in the field. Next week, uh, we're going to work in the marsh and we're gonna work on some different water as well as work in an area that's uh, got probably, I would say, medium cover for land retrieves. Not long land retrieves, but shorter. Um, and then we're working toward the point where we work in heavy cover and really get them uh, ready so they're really digging into cover and ready for hunting season. All right, Derek, question for podcast for fully trained dogs. How often do you hear stories of owners saying fireworks noises mess up their training and them needing some retraining? Uh, Derek is asking a question on do fireworks screw up your dog's training and do they need to be retrained? Derek, I've never heard that and uh, we train dogs. Uh, we train uh, hunting dogs probably about 15 a year. Um, never had fireworks screw up a dog for training. I've had dogs that were scared of fireworks. Uh, my dog uh, Lucy uh, was scared of thunderstorms, but that didn't uh, translate to uh, where she was working in the field. Uh, every dog, if you aren't keeping your standards up during the season, are going to need some level of retraining. If you have a good trainer, they should definitely be working with you to show you what the standards need to be uh, so that you do not need your dog retrained. I do have dogs brought back every year uh, because people want them tuned up right before the season. It's not uncommon, but it is something that you want to make sure that you're talking to your trainer or yourself as a trainer. Uh, you're, you're listening to your, your, your innermost trainer uh, when you are working with dogs in the field so that as a handler, uh, you're keeping up your standards and you're not untraining the dog. I try to explain to people that uh, if you are accepting uh, that the dog can drop whatever they're retrieving, whether it's a bird or bumper at your feet, uh, that is where the dog's always going to put it. So you want to make sure that they are completing the retrieves. If you accept that the dog breaks, they are going to do that as uh, not as a, uh, uh, a rare occurrence, but as a common occurrence. So you want to make sure that you're holding those standards up. But as far as fireworks causing any training issues i have not seen that but thank you so much for the question again please let us know what questions you have let us know where you're from dog talk lives are on facebook uh sporting dog adventures uh television uh is our is our page on facebook uh, 
So go to the Sporting Dog Adventures page on Facebook. We always do them a couple of times a week, and we try to answer questions. We go over a few topics and just you know hit on hit on whatever the news of the day is. We've got a special for you today. Go to the Conquest Sense page, conquestsense.com. Uh, their bird dog or their 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 bird down uh, training sense. You can get ten percent off if you put in the code Saki Acres. Train like you are uh, going to play in the field. Train to be as realistic as possible. The Bird Down line of scents from Conquest is a great line of scents. I'm not actually sponsored by them, but I worked with that company for a lot, a lot of years. Uh, they were really struggling with the pandemic uh, because they're in the state of Michigan, so they believe they're still shut down. Um, I contacted them and said, hey, let me help. So again, I'm not getting anything for it. It is training sense that I use the Bird Down line of scents at Conquest. Put in code Soggy Acres at checkout and get 10% off. They've got training scents for hounds. They've got training scents for upland and waterfowl. So if you're doing feathers or fur, check them out. Again, please let me know what questions you guys have. We don't have any many questions on this Friday. Let me know you're doing fun this weekend. Uh, this weekend, we are going to probably just chill out here on the property. I'm going to let the dogs uh, swim, take them for, for, for some good walks. Uh, just with the with the advent of the the weather not being quite as hot, I know next week our weather as well as weather uh, the rest of the country around the rest of the country is going to heat back up. We're going to be back into the 90s. Be smart for your dogs. Train in short intervals and try to do it either early or late in the day. Uh, to give you an idea, as far as uh, when I'm training my dogs professionally uh, for clients, uh, I am out there working with the dogs at six o'clock and I am done by 10 o'clock. Uh, today, I didn't have to do that because we've got a wonderful day today, and it was raining this morning, so I didn't want to get wet, but uh, it's 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 just a lot cooler out there today. Uh, the heat of the day won't come until uh, you get to about 3 o'clock, which is always the hottest part of the day, but when you're starting at 75 in the morning as opposed to 70 with no humidity this morning, it just gives you more time. Make sure your dogs are hydrated. Realize that even though your dog is in water, when you're dealing with really hot temperatures, that that water, if it is at 90 degrees or 95 degrees, like the air temp, they're not getting cooled off from it uh, to the degree if it's at a uh, cooler temperature. Be smart for your dogs. All right, so Dog Talk Lives, we do several times a week here on the Facebook page. Uh, we uh, we uh, try to keep them 15 to 30 minutes. Memphis is, come on, Memphis, come on up. She's the co-host of Dog Talk Live. Ace would like to be, but he's not invited. Uh, this is Memphis's show. She... Ah. Oh, now i got Ace trying to get on my lap, too. She is getting pushed out by Ace. Ace, get down. Ace, come on. Yeah, Ace decided he was going to try to be co-host as well. So uh, Memphis is the co-host. She is my personal dog. Uh, she's having a litter of puppies here pretty soon. And uh, it'll be it'll be uh, neat to get. Uh, we're going to keep one of her pups for our breeding program, but uh, she uh, she's kind of like my 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 court jester. Uh, she hangs out here uh, at the house. She is always my comic relief. It's funny because everyone thinks that Memphis is the sweetest dog, and she's tiny. She's fifty pounds. I, it is the the interesting thing is that. Uh, uh, she's probably the uh, little dictator in the house and, and runs everybody. If someone has a toy and she wants it, she just goes over and takes it from them. 
Jesse, what's the best exercise for a female that is halfway through pregnancy? Uh, Jesse, you're going to want to have your dog out when it's not super hot because obviously even when they're pregnant, they can overheat and have uh, complications. Um, I just let my dogs uh, take them for walks. I don't run them hard. If I do take them out, if it's hunting season, you can hunt them. I always tell people half hour to an hour uh, if it's cooler temperatures. Swimming is a great uh, way for, uh, to exercise a dog through pregnancy. Again, this time of year, you want to make sure you're watching for uh, blue-green algae, stagnant water, different things the dogs could pick up parasites from, as well as uh, uh, bad things that could really harm them from a health health atmosphere or health aspect. Uh, as you have dogs that are really struggling or that are pregnant, they will their bodies will take care of that litter above theirs so you can have dogs that can get quite sick and really have complications so just be smart with them again walks swimming moderate exercise you could call it fit pregnancy for your dog so we are getting to the point here let's see where we're at we're at 12 minutes so we've got three more minutes unless we get a pile of questions uh, let me know what you guys want to talk about we've got uh, the US and Canada checking in uh, so far on our uh, uh, on our dog talk live, which is always nice. Uh, our next question is: Do you prefer hand dump hard dummies or soft ones for running piles? Oh, Jackie, that's a tough question because so many bumpers are kind of in between. Uh, I've got Avery uh, bumpers, and I have uh, I think they are. Hallmark bumpers, which are really old school, uh, that I use. I would say they're probably a harder plastic. Uh, I did do, uh, I did uh, switch to a wooden dowel for force fetch. So yeah, we're running, I would say, harder uh, uh, plastic bumpers. I, I guess I prefer a harder bumper uh, just so the dogs don't flex as they're uh, bringing something in. Uh, you'll get dogs that nervously will flex and squeeze. And the softer the bumper, I think that the easier that is to have them do. Uh, so I hope that answers your question. Brad Newman, are all labs, labs bred to search out an open dishwasher door? Yes, Brad, they are, especially Sock Yeager's labs. They want that food that is in the dishwasher, which you would think is nasty, but they think is delightful. They also like dead squirrels. So that is uh, in the lab's wheelhouse as far as <laughs> what they are looking for. I'm assuming you've got some issues where your dogs are... Uh, are uh, digging into the uh, the dishwasher. We've got uh, latches on all of our cabinets as well as our garbage because we have a cat that I call the trash panda uh, that gets into everything here in our house. And the dogs delightfully hang out with the trash panda so that they can indulge in uh, whatever he is dragging out of our cabinets or the garbage. So yeah, dogs are uh, dogs are gross. You got to make sure you are keeping them away from that stuff. So one, it doesn't ruin your house and two, they don't get sick. Uh, again, uh, we're going to give a last call for questions here on Sporting Dog Adventures uh, on Dog Talk Live. This is our 74th one, which is so cool. 74 Dog Talk Lives. Uh, we'll have to think of a, a fun thing to do. Maybe we'll have a, a party hats for the dogs on, on Dog Talk Live 100. But uh, 74. So it's, it's, it's an honor and a blessing to be able to share these with you guys and talk to you. Again, if you haven't checked out our podcast, the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, you can find it on Anchor, 
it is it is a neat uh, way that we are reaching people. It's not going to be huge. I don't know if it'll ever grow into be something that is large. We're not even looking to overly monetize it. Uh, we are just looking to do it uh, as a as fun way to keep in contact and keep putting out content about dogs and the sport of hunting, which is my passion. So with that said, we're hitting the end of the Dog Talk Live today. Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Please send us some of your pictures of what you guys are doing out in the field this weekend. Hello, Mr. Hall from Rhinelander. You guys take care. God bless. Thanks for stopping in. Sporting dog adventures run, boy, run. Everything you need is here under the sun.